The real purpose here is to give you a framework for thinking where you can analyze yourself, your life, and your own behaviors and come to the conclusions on what are going to be the big levers that we're going to push and pull in your life right now. And I want to suggest this approach, really, that you get highly focused on what the one or two things that are going to make the biggest bang for your buck difference in your life is going to be. And we focus on nailing those this January because the goal is to build momentum. And we can get faster over time, but the goal is to hit the check boxes and do something that's sustainable from day number one. Happy New Year, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi from the Fit Father Project and the Fit Mother Project. And I'm so happy that we have this fresh new year. And what I want to do is really create this special episode where I want to pull back the curtain and talk about some of the behavioral psychology of what it takes to succeed with a new year health and fitness resolution or any goal for that matter. Because let's face it, this time of year has a lot of energy. We're hearing about people setting resolutions to lose some weight, to be more consistent with exercise, maybe to meet some kind of financial or relationship goal. And this is amazing. It is such a beautiful thing that we have the ability to use intention and vision to create goals and start to put energy behind it. But the sad truth is that most people don't succeed long-term with their resolutions. You probably heard the stats, like 90% plus of people fail at their New Year's resolutions, maybe a couple months down the line. Why is this? Well, it's because there's a specific process for setting goals and getting yourself aligned to those goals and creating the environment that's going to help you succeed. And that's what I want to talk about. And believe it or not, this was actually like my background before I got deep into the medicine, health, and fitness is I studied psychology and neuroscience. Those were some of my degrees in my undergraduate work. And so I'm super passionate about this because I believe this episode and the questions that we're going to ask and investigate together can help you get very clear and very aligned and help you be far more successful with your goals. Now, I want to back up for a second and talk about the big picture of what it takes to succeed with any goal. It requires pretty much three things. The first thing is it requires some vision, meaning clarity. We need to get clear on what we want to achieve. So this is a step that a lot of people even mess up. This very first step is they set kind of vague, unclear goals. We need the vision and the clarity because the more clear that goal is, we're going to be more informed on the different kinds of action steps we can take. So we need vision. But vision alone is not good enough. We also need emotion. Right, We need this heart feeling about why we want to do this because even if we have the vision of what we want to create, when times eventually get tough during the year, the motivation that was really sparked in January starts to fade in February, we need this deep emotional connection that enables us to like really have this why power, as I say, or this heart power to continue to stay consistent. So we need vision, emotion, and we also need to shape our environment to ensure that there's less friction and we can be successful. So vision, emotion, environment. Now, one of the best things you can do in this new year is really start to write down your goals, write down your specific goal in whatever area you want to work on. And typically I'm setting goals in three main areas, some goal with my health and fitness, some goal in my family and relationships, some goal in my work and my purpose and my passion. So these are three domains. If you might just want to pick one main domain, write a goal there. But I also want you to write down the really deep and juicy reasons about why this goal is important to you. What will change in your life when this goal is realized? What things will come into alignment? How will this particular goal in one domain affect all the other domains of your life? What are the deep reasons why you want this? Continue to ask yourself why and why and get to the core of this. We need to activate that emotion and we need to get the vision. 
Now we're going to really zoom in and talk about fitness goals in particular. And I want to talk about the three main areas in a fitness goal you need to work on. Your nutrition, your movement, and your recovery, your sleep, and your ability to de-stress. These three areas. Now, with nutrition starting off this year, I want you to ask yourself, do you have a plan for structured meal timing? Do you know exactly when you're eating your meals throughout the day? I think this is really important because structure that we create every single day gives us this like hanger that we can hang on momentum. So if you know every day you're waking up and you're going to start making a breakfast smoothie this year and you're going to have lunch, which will be like a salad with some protein, you have some go-to snacks and you have a perfect plate for dinner. That is structure. Maybe you're going to start trying to intermittent fast this year and you skip that first meal of the day. You have your first meal sometime around, let's say, 11 or noon. You have a snack around 3. You have dinner at 6. I want you to get your structure. If you don't know your structure, it's going to be really hard for you to be consistent. So structure is number one. The next thing I want to ask yourself is what can you do with your nutrition routine this year to make things like friction-free? Where are the hangups happening? Is it the fact that maybe you're not doing any meal prep right now? So when dinner comes around, you have to decide what to eat. Maybe it's the fact that you always find that you're like snacking on chips or sodas or candies at a particular time of the day, maybe in that afternoon lull or after dinner. How can you change your home environment by getting those things out of the house and shape the environment so you're more successful? One of the things we do with our program members is we help them get that meal timing schedule set up and pick some of their go-to foods, these go-to healthy foods that you already love and slot those in. So I want you to reflect, what is your structure like right now? What is your relationship to structure and what kind of structure can you improve with your routine? Another good question to ask yourself in reflection is what can you take away this year Like, what can you remove or get rid of when it comes to your nutrition domain of your life? What's really hanging you up? Think about that. Is it sugar? Maybe your relationship is, for the next 30 days, your primary nutrition focus is to get nutrition structure and get sugar out of your life. I think that could be a very powerful thing. So it's not just adding things in. It's also taking things away. We need to ask ourselves these questions. Where are our vulnerabilities? Where are the things that we're slipping up with on a consistent basis in this domain? And how can we smooth the path? Of course, if you want help with this stuff, this is what my team and I do for tens of thousands of people every single year. So you can come with us and work with us. Now, I want to move on to the next domain, right? The domain of movement. What is your movement plan this year? And first off, I want to divide movement into two key areas. I think the first thing to really commit to this year is to start to move your body more every single day in the form of a daily walk. Like start taking a daily walk at least once a day. I think it's a great target because our bodies to be healthy, we need more daily movement. And especially if you're starting off and you don't have a lot of momentum with workouts, one of the big problems that people make is they start from absolutely zero momentum. You know, they'd stop working out during the holidays to try to go like five days a week on this intense workout routine. Like going from zero to a hundred doesn't quite work like that. What does work really well is getting your nutrition system on point, getting some daily movement, like committing to one thing. Maybe it's a daily walk every day. And then maybe scheduling in three workouts per week of these metabolic resistance training workouts we talk about here on the podcast on our channels, which is a combination of basically like circuit training with weights. So you get cardio strength and flexibility all in one. But again, this stuff needs to get on your calendar. And I want you to understand that like on Sunday, I want you to start pre-planning this year and saying, when are my workouts happening this week? Oh, I'm going to schedule workouts on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They're happening at this time. The structure is everything because the structure that you lay down in January, these are like the railroad tracks that's going to help you be consistent into February and March. So with your movement, what kind of exercise are you going to start doing this year? When are you going to start moving your body in a ritualized way every single day? What kind of exercise do you really enjoy? And let's start to do these kinds of things. Ask the question about the environment too. 
how can you reduce friction in your environment? So maybe you find that you want to work out in the morning, but there's a couple obstacles to getting that done. One, you have to wake up a little bit earlier. Two, when you're groggy in the morning, it's very dark outside, you have to go pick your gym clothes. But what if we actually start to refine this process a little bit and you left out your gym clothes the night before, they're kind of like sitting down there and maybe you're working out at home or the gym, doesn't matter, but you have your weights set out wherever you're going to work out. You have your workout printed out and your gym clothes are already sitting there next to a little bit of water. This seems so simple and subtle, but what it's doing is paving the path for that behavior to be less frictiony, to be much more smooth. And if you're working out in the morning, that could be the key to your success. If you work out after work and you're driving home, maybe you pack your gym bag and you know you're going to the gym on your way home from work before you have dinner with your family. It doesn't matter when the time is. It matters you really doing the conscious thinking about how can I make this routine more seamless? That's the environment aspect of this, right? We need to make the environment seamless. We need to get clarity on exactly what we're doing. And we need to have that deep heart emotion about why these actions are important. We need to align these three factors to be successful. We started to do that with nutrition. We talked about that with exercise. Now I want to talk about sleep and recovery. It is so clear from the health research that if your body is not sleeping enough, if you don't have the ability to unwind, to de-stress, you're creating a hormonal environment in your body that's very hard to be healthy. Because when we miss sleep and when we're too stressed, cortisol levels are higher, the stress hormone, which puts the body in the sympathetic fight or flight state which makes us crave more sugar. We have higher levels of the hunger hormone ghrelin. Our bodies are more insulin resistant. So it's just like a bad situation to be missing sleep and not really having a handle on stress. So maybe this is your focus area. If you feel like I just have struggle shutting my mind down, I find that I'm tired all the time. I'm not getting quality sleep. Maybe this is the number one area that you zone in and focus on. The real purpose here is to give you a framework for thinking where you can analyze yourself, your life, and your own behaviors and come to the conclusions on what are going to be the big levers that we're going to push and pull in your life right now. And I want to suggest this approach, really, that you get highly focused on what the one or two things that are going to make the biggest bang for your buck difference in your life is going to be. And we focus on nailing those this January because the goal is to build momentum. And we can get faster over time, but the goal is to hit the check boxes and do something that's sustainable from day number one. So my personal take is if I were starting from absolute scratch, what I would do is I would probably start intermittent fasting every day. I would probably shift my first meal back and have breakfast around 10, 30, 11. I would have a snack sometime around three and dinner at like five or six and stop eating. The reason I think that's such a cool structure and habit that works for many people is because it's simple. It's because it automatically controls your calories and it's just easy to stick to. And that one change will help you control your calories and get your nutrition more structured and feeling better. What I would also do is 100% get that daily walk and focus on my sleep. And once I get a daily walk in and I know that I'm sleeping pretty well and in a good rhythm, then I would start focusing on getting formal exercise in. And I would do exercise that I enjoy and I would probably follow a structured plan like some of our workouts here on the channel. The idea here is that if you can become more conscious and you can align your vision, your clarity, with your heartfelt emotions, with consistent action in the context of an environment that makes it easier for you to succeed, that's what it takes. It's not picking up the next new diet book and saying you're going to follow this diet for a period of time. It's really looking at the holistic picture of you, your emotions, your vision. And this is the stuff that leads to lasting results, not just short-term quick fixes. And if you want help with this stuff in this new year, my team and I would love to help you. We would love to welcome you into our Fit Father and Fit Mother communities. We have the program that lays all this stuff out. We can help you. There's links in the show notes for all this stuff. You can message me and my team directly on our websites, on our social media handles. We're here to help support you. And I hope that this 
this episode gets you thinking a little bit, asking yourself some questions. What changes can you make in your environment? How can you get even more clear on what you want to create? What are your main focus areas and domains? And have you written a mission statement? Have you connected deeply to your why power that's going to help sustain you over this year? You do these things, you will succeed. There's a step-by-step process you can do this. My team and I would love to help you. I hope you found this valuable, my friend. Listen to this one, two more times. See what comes up for you. Maybe take a couple of these prompts and questions that really stuck out to you as I'm talking. And you're like, yeah, I actually think that's a cool question. I want you to investigate that. Think about that. Feel into that. Journal on that. Whatever it takes. Because when you ask yourself these questions and you do this self-reflection, that's where inner discovery happens. And you can take that inner discovery and perspective and apply it to action in your life. And then you're starting to get personal power. You're starting to see more results. And that's what's really going to help you sustain. So thank you, my friend. Happy holidays to you. We'll be doing more episodes like this in the new year just to give you more content context and the psychology and the action steps you need to succeed this year. God bless you and your family. We'll see you around episodes this year and we'll talk to you very soon. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast.